All right. So I'm sitting here with Kim Duke, right? Kim, what do you do? What do I do? I am an entrepreneur, Robert. Okay. You want to... So you own... You want to talk about your businesses? Your um, business? I, I own Duke, Duke's Consulting. Duke's Consulting is basically a corporation with a couple different businesses. Uh, we run a tree service and a snow removal service. And the latest business venture is an oil shop. So my passions lie within health and fitness um, and the community and education. But the tree service has been something that we have done for 10 years now. So that's our bread and butter. There's plenty of trees to go around. Especially in Helena. Well, Montana. Well, yeah, depending upon if the wind blows or the snow is too heavy like it is today. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that uh, Was that a joke? No. Seriously, when the snow is heavy, it, 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 it puts weight on the trees and then... Oh, I thought you were... Okay, no. I, okay, I was thinking about your snow removal business. I'm like, it's barely snowing outside. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's been a rough year. We're just now starting to get snow, and typically it stops snowing. I mean, it'll snow into the spring, but not enough that is going to need snow plowing or snow yeah. shoveling much past March, typically. Um, we've been doing snow removal now for about 10 years, and yeah. that's kind of one of my, my favorites because I remember when I was little driving around plowing out the neighbor's driveways with my dad and his scout yeah. and going, oh my gosh, this is so much fun. I want to do this for a living. And um, I must have been about 12. <laughs> so uh, I've always seen the potential in a snow removal business and a need for it. Mm -hmm. And now that I've had one for 10 years, um, it's just mostly my main priority is always keeping my current ha customers happy. Yeah. Yeah, because there's a lot of new people that don't have uh, those services. Mm -hmm. um, as people get older, um, <clears throat> things happen that people don't prepare necessarily for the snow, and then it starts falling, and they're like, oh, we got to call somebody to get this handled. Right. And, um, but I have clients that I've had been with me for about 10 years, you know? So I, my main goal is to take care of my current clients um, and do my best to take care of new clients. Um, there, in my opinion, there is a not a lot of um, good, dependable snow removal companies. There are a few of us, um, but it's it's a lot of hard work. Snow removal is not easy, and the yeah. hours are very demanding. Oh my gosh! Yeah. So, like, growing up, I did door to door, like shovel and people's snow, like Wrigley's, whatever I could, because I always want to make money and like help people out. That was in. Yeah, owning my own business has always been a dream. Like, I didn't know that was it when I was a kid, but growing up, I can see my behaviors. And uh, so my cousin owns Dawn Till Dusk. Um, and I was like, yeah, you know, I'll go shovel snow. But I, no, not at three in the morning. It's tough. Like, it's tough. no. Like, I did it, I think, probably for like a week. And I'm like, I'm done. I'm done, and then I go work at 10 hours a day after snowing or shoveling for three hours or whatever before work and going into a fiberglass shop. Like, I don't know if it was just the shoveling snow and then going into a fiberglass shop, but I was like, I'm, t I'm tapped out. So for you guys going out there every morning and making sure my driveway is clean, like, thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> People like you make it real easy. 
We have an awesome crew. My crew now, after doing this for a lot of years, is, you know, one of my favorite crews I've ever had. They're really dependable. They love their job. Uh, they're always willing to go the extra mile. And I think that in customer service, that's important because uh, that's our job is to take care of, of people, regardless of what it is that we do. You know, safety is a huge, huge part of our business. But I like what you said about um, your entrepreneurial aspirations in there. Um, I didn't realize that you have always had such uh, self-employment dreams. I've been self-employed for uh, quite a few years now, and it's always nice to hear that. Yeah. Um, I So 2016, I think it was, I started a mobile detailing business. Um, and it went really well until the moral aspect of it, I couldn't handle shady car salesmen, used car salesmen right. anymore. Um, I was going and picking up a lot of cars and selling them, you know, making extra money when like it was mm -hmm. slow and like detailing a car and then throwing on my business website and everything like, and knowing that car is going to break down or seeing the condition that I was in before I detailed it. Like I, I quit doing it and I just went to residential. And after that, it just, I shortly after that I signed a business I, I got a loan uh, to get a van and you know some more equipment and like right after that it just it went under because I decided I'm not gonna do business with these type of people anymore and like I'm glad like money is money I can always pay I can pay that loan off and start back over but like knowing that I'm not gonna put you in a bad car or I'm not gonna you know just it the whole I just felt bad about it yeah, no, that makes sense. There's been times um, <clears throat> I've considered going into more mobile home sales because the concept is is that you can sell something repeatedly over and over again, just like in used cars. Mm -hmm. But uh, <clears throat> the work that goes behind maintaining something that has such wear and tear on it um, becomes very daunting. So I relate that to the car business because, first of all, I started in the car business. I am... Um, Actually, I started in the banking business, business, but after I had my first son, he's 16 now, um, I went and worked at Grimes Motors. Okay. Do you remember Grimes? Yeah. But And then, um, do you remember One Way Marine down by Kmart, or the old Kmart now? One, One Way Marine used to be across from Lithia back in the day. Okay, it okay. Was a boat, a boat yeah, yeah, yeah. I believe it was One Way Marine. So what yeah. we did was we turned that into a used car lot, and that is okay. what is now Mile High. Gotcha. But it used to be, t for a little while, Grimes used lot. Gotcha. Before they, you know, changed their their name. I think they got bought out by Lithia. But um, so I started in the car business, and that's when I saw the potential in working for yourself. Um, and I'll never go back to working for someone else. Um, there's just that time freedom. I mean, that sounds silly coming from someone like me because I'm so busy all the time. But if I want, I don't have to worry about if I'm sick and not coming to work. Right. You know, I don't have to worry about if something happens and I have to catch a flight across the country to go, you know, be with a family member or something that's going through something or, I mean, anything. I mean, I can and I do have that power to create my own um, rules, so to speak, or it's just time flexibility, I guess, in my mind. You know, I've got three kids and nobody's sitting here telling me I can't have them at my office because it's my office. Right. You know what I mean? Um, or on my jobs or anything like that. I mean, the kids have always been a part 
of our life and we've been able to you know manage life so to speak <laughs> because i believe of our entrepreneurial um ways <laughs> yeah it's not about the money it's about the time well time is so important and my biggest um goals this year for 2019 are focusing that time and prioritizing that time um, in the right areas because I know and I've learned that when you prioritize your time everything works better like if you put your priorities in line then the one thing helps the other thing to work better but if you get your priorities screwed up that is not so <laughs> yeah I think me and you both can relate on that yeah so that's a whole nother podcast I think though yeah 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 most definitely yeah most most definitely um so what in your uh what you're just talking about like so do you have like morning habits that you do to get ready well like I said I have three kids so we get up about six thirty and get everybody to the bus a little after seven breakfast teeth brush you know the usual um these days, I like to come in and uh, just have a little bit of peace before the day starts. <laughs> yes. And uh, get my mind kind of right, because usually I make a habit of the night before to check my calendar, you know, make any mental notes. Not immediately before I go to sleep, but kind of right in that time frame. Yeah. So I, I prepare for the next day a little bit, you know, and I'm ready. So I make sure I make some contacts, you know, people I'm meeting earlier in the morning. You know, you know, and talk about or confirm, you know, what we got going on. And then my day kind of begins you know, right at 8 a.m. This morning's a little earlier than that. Uh, I do like to schedule some sevens every once in a while. Mm -hmm. Well, I appreciate it. <laughs> yeah. Definitely. Well, sometimes you got to do what you got to do just to get the job done. Right. Yeah. And 7 a.m. worked perfect. So it tends to be a little quieter before eight. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I uh, enjoy it. So what, if you had like three pieces of advice, like what would it be? Three for, pieces of advice generally? For, no, for business. For business-wise, yes. yes. For like somebody who's just run, <clears throat> about to start running and gunning. Don't give up. Don't give up. And give it, you know, 500%. Just give it all you got. And if you work hard today you may not be able to immediately see the fruits of your labor but it will pay off it may be six months down the line it may be next month you know it may be a year from now but don't give up on that and set some goals you know there are so many people out there that don't set goals and they don't understand the the idea behind goal setting you know your your mind is so powerful I mean, it really is. And if you tell yourself and you want something and you want it bad enough, you'll get it. So just don't stop. Just don't stop. Don't keep swimming, like Dory says. Keep swimming. Just, just, keep, swimming. <laughs> <laughs> just keep swimming. I love that. Oh, I might, I might go buy a fish now. Well, a sticker of Dory. Definitely. <laughs> She's one of my favorites. That's awesome. My memory is just like hers. Yeah. Wait, that's the Dory off Finding Nemo, right? Yeah. Okay, Nemo. okay. I just, mm -hmm. my memory's It's terrible. an old movie, but if you haven't seen it, definitely. It's a good one. I uh, used to have to watch that one on repeat with my now 16-year-old. 
Jeez. It was one of his favorites. <laughs> <laughs> Way back in the day, it was a repeater one. Oh, that's all right. Yeah. Oh, it's all right. I just um, memorized a few of the lines. Yeah, yeah. No, <laughs> but I'm sure I'm not, you know, special in that area. I'm sure there's a lot of other moms <laughs> that they got some good Dory stuff or some good Nemo stuff. So do you have, like, favorite authors that you read? Any, like, business books? Any I do. Books? I started uh, years ago in, uh, with some Grant Cardone stuff. And now I have tend... Uh, I really like Mel Robbins lately. Yeah. She's really, really good. Um, her five-second rule. I'm telling you, that is, like, the, the guideline. Like, just do it. Don't think about it. Just do it. You know, go with it and follow your dreams because... You let all those things, your brain, you, you will convince yourself otherwise. You will hold, you are your own worst enemy. You hold yourself back. You know, it's, it's all in your head. It's your thoughts in your head. And if you believe you can do it, you will. And you can. Where there's a will, there's a way, I always say. <laughs> Sometimes I, uh, I struggle at just letting things be and getting out of the way a little bit, you know, and watching things play out. Because those are some of the best experiences and some of the coolest doors open that way, um, even in business. But uh, let me think of another author I love. Um, Hollis. Rachel Hollis is really good. Uh, I don't know. I know you're probably not into Rachel Hollis. She is more geared towards women. Okay. But uh, she has this book called Girl, Wash Your Face. And that okay. one has been pretty life-changing. But Mel Robbins also has another new one. I can't recall the title right now off the top of my head, but it's an interview type book. Okay. Um, where each chapter is with a different person. And honestly, it reminds me a lot of Laura Lessinger. You remember her, Dr. Laura? Mm-mm. Uh, she was on a few years ago on the radio a lot. Okay. And a lot of people probably would remember her, but she was just ruthless. I mean, people would call in because they had a serious issue in their life. And she would straight up just tell him what, what to do, what was up. She wasn't afraid to be like, well, <laughs> sounds like you got to do this, this, this. <laughs> Maybe you should do this, this, this and not have done that, that yeah, thing. You yeah. know what I mean? Like she was just ruthless to people on the phone. And people eat that stuff up. And Mel Robbins is kind of the same way. She's got a pretty foul mouth. So for those of you listening that... Uh, don't appreciate the F word too much. Uh, I would not recommend listening to it, but... She speaks the truth. Well, she's just very brutal and very direct. And I, too, am a very direct person. You know, beating around the bush isn't going to get you anywhere. Just come right out with it. Today, we were talking about our time and how valuable time is. And I don't got time to read your mind. So just come right out with it. (laughs) You know what I mean? And those are the kind of people I generally go towards in my life because I thrive on that. I thrive on when people point out where areas where I can improve on because I know that's where it's at. You know, fall down 7,000 times or whatever and just get back up. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. Anyways, wow. a little long-winded. No, no, no. <laughs> I was I was taking in everything you were saying. I, I like it. Who's your favorite authors these days? Uh, man. Uh, Tim Ferriss, um, The 4-Hour Body, The 4-Hour Workweek. Um, Daniel Pink, um, he is one of my favorites. Uh, I read one of his books. I 
believe it's called The Cell is Human. Um, and that helped me a lot, like in interviewing process for jobs or just like selling stuff um, and just interactions all the way around because my, I'm like the least social person I've ever met. Like it's hard for me to talk to people. So like going out and being, you know, introverted instead of extrovert or extroverted instead of introverted, it, it's a struggle for me. Um, so Tim Ferriss, uh, Robert Kioski, um, he is one of mine. Um, Have you ever read any old, old books like um, Andrew Carnegie, for example? No. Um, he wrote this book, I want to say in the 30s or the 40s, it's so old, um, but it's an amazing book if you ever get a chance to read it. it. It's Winning Friends and Influencing People, I believe is the name of the book. Really? But um, he's just got some really good gems in there, and and sometimes when you get looking, some of that older stuff, I mean... They've got some really good perspectives on things. And new books are great, and I, there's a lot of really good authors out there. But sometimes the facts and the research, I mean, th this particular book I'm talking about, there's parts in it where he mentions him and his team read like tons of autobiographies just on, I believe it was Theodore Roosevelt, you know, or they studied the presidents, you know. And they take all of these different autobiographies they read, which was a lot from my understanding, and they, they create the book out of it. They, they analyze the different aspects of all these different autobiographies of these powerful leaders. And then they say, they create their book around it and they say the, the best ways to conversate and communicate with people for effective results. It's an amazing book, and I would definitely recommend you get it. I use Audible, but whatever. Hey, <laughs> which I love Audible and like podcasts, and I can drive. It's there, and when I'm on the treadmill, it's there. When I'm weight training, it's hard for me to get a pump on when somebody's monotone voice. But it, some of them can be kind of hard and a little dreary. Depends on if you're tired or not. But this one I'm talking about, it, it was one of the first ones really years ago that I started listening to and gosh it's just gives you a whole new perspective um, and I don't know if you've ever really analyzed different personality types and stuff like that that's a whole nother podcast again in itself yeah but I've done a lot of analyzing from the beginnings of my entrepreneurial um, stuff I guess you would say yes. <laughs> uh, years ago in the car business you know I was taught a lot of information about different personalities you know, and, and communicating, you know, and that is really a solid basis for any kind of business, especially in the corporate world, you know, okay. in the world in general, but that's where it's at. When you can learn to effectively communicate with people and definitely pick up on what their needs are um, and ways to help them. I mean, it could be anything, but listening is, is a huge key in allowing people the minute or the comfortability to tell you what it is that they need, you know, and if you can help, right, you know, if that is your area of expertise. Right, you don't want to sell a family a Corvette when they really need a Suburban. Correct, yeah. So, uh, like, the dad might really like the Corvette, but the mom is going to be not so happy that dad comes home with the Corvette, probably. Yeah. Yeah. So, 
I can't put a car seat in one of those things. Right. There's days I really, really miss the car business. I love the car business. It was a lot of hours, though. Um, I never was home. <laughs> you know, today my family would probably say, we feel like you're hardly home now. And um, that's something I work on every day. You know, whether it be personal or business, that's one thing I've always done. My mom always said, you know, you burn the candle at the both at both ends until you drop. And that's kind of just the way I go. I go hard or stay on the porch. <laughs> you know, either either run with the big dogs or just stay home. Like, there's no in between. You know, finding yeah. that balance is definitely a tough one in 2019. You know, it's all in or all out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I. I get that. I can like obsess about everything, except for the things I need to work on. Mm -hmm. So for me, in 2019, I'm really trying to find that balance between like, okay, do I go to the gym for four hours a day? No, I probably don't need to. Maybe at the two-hour mark, get out no matter what. Do I need to listen to 12,000 podcasts in a day? Not just like three hours of podcasts. No. Do I maybe read or maybe do this, maybe do that, and just have that, that balance and um just really just pause and just like okay what do i need to focus on mm -hmm. sounds like priorities again yes definitely it's exactly. those priorities you know once you arrange your priorities in a way that you're supposed to instead of backwards then things work together a lot better a lot better and that's what i'm finding is finding that flow you know you can still be an extremist such as myself <laughs> and you can still find some balance and you honestly can but you gotta want it you gotta want it you gotta have that desire to want it and make it work and where there's a will there's a way you will you'll do it you know you'll find the people to help you do it you'll read the books that'll give you the inspiration to do it you'll <clears throat> you'll um, eliminate people out of your life that are holding you back that's a big one that's a big one and that's hard for a lot of people to to set up some boundaries Definitely. Yeah, man. Yes, 2018 was full of people holding me back. Yeah, it's a toughie, and it's hard because you want people to come with you. Right. You do, and th in order to do that, you got to show them. I mean, it's that action thing. So, how long usually do you do a typical podcast? Uh, sometimes an hour, sometimes 45 minutes. We're at 22 minutes now. Ooh, awesome. Well, let's keep it rolling. You want to huh? keep it rolling? It's up to you, however you want to do it. Just making sure I don't want to make your life harder. No. All right. Well, Kim, thank you for your time. Appreciate it. Um, Thanks for having me. This yeah. is fun. I would do this anytime. And I actually have some ideas with some people who would love to do it as well. All right. Well, thank you. I appreciate it. Well, it's Wednesday morning. Not even 8 a.m. yet. Let's and, uh, rock it. Cool. Yeah, get her done. Right on. All right, thanks.